to you when I'm done. Oh, you're such a great mom. Boom. Vibes. Surprise. We hide. <laughs> I'm just doing that because I'm still getting ready. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you got to do stuff to get you ready. All right. So we here. You know, we had a, a, a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> things changed. Some yeah. jaws drop. <laughs> like for real. It was just Somebody like Somebody was robbed. Yeah, some robberies happened. It was just like not, it was like a not real night. Like, what is happening? Am I in the twilight zone? Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're talking about UFC 275. You know, it's the roundhouse round tables, me and Monty T. I got B in the building, beautiful self. We see you. Okay. Um, <laughs> UFC 275, you know, we're going to get into it, how we do it with the no cap recap. All right, let's get into it. Let's. That's what my glow up in lightning. Hot ear, something like lightning. This shit a hit on my psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's science, apply it. Worst come to worst, she tried it. Get a bag, get inspired. All right, UFC 275, no cap recap, Proshaska versus Glover Teixeira. Let's, let's go ahead just, it was a lot going on. We're going to start with the undercard. Uh, prelims with Jocelyn Edwards. It's the early prelims. Yeah, early, early. <laughs> but but it, it wasn't early, early. For real, I could appreciate the times. Yeah. Uh, Jocelyn Edwards versus Romana Pascal. This one was a super close one to me. Um, I think Pascal really was giving Edwards a problem, but Edwards yeah. was... She was modifying her game. And I kind of like that. I like, like, that is something that you see people do as they start to develop their game more. Uh, at first, it was the front uh, the front kick. And that's when she started grabbing the kick. And then that's when next round, that's when she started going for that oblique kick. And yeah. meanwhile, while she was doing, while she's making those changes, she's still touching Pascal. Every and, time. And the reason why she had to uh, put those measures in, though, is because Pascal was touching her. Pascal was getting through and uh, uh, Pascal was being strong. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She was, she was showing a lot of strength. So um, that's why I think it was kind of close, but at the same time, it was obvious that Edwards like outshine. That was the good yeah. part about it. And then Ramona, whenever she would make contact, it would be something to remember versus mm-hmm. Jocelyn. It was just consistency. There mm-hmm. was nothing that stood out, but she was, constantly making contact with her and she looked a little bit thicker which i can appreciate and the weight looks good on her and she was able to maintain it i'm happy she wasn't gassed or anything at the end because mm-hmm. there was question in round two if she was tired or not but she rolled in around three like exactly. round two didn't happen so i was appreciative of that because you know sometimes the weight can slow you down but not for her which i'm thankful for so she got the dub unanimous unanimous 
Definitely got it done. Speaking of getting it done, round one, <laughs> Silviana Gomez. Good, mm. Silviana Good Law Gomez. <laughs> that was it. Was crazy versus Leon. Nah, Silviana went in there now looking strong, mm. and it was it was quick. It it was quick, and at the same time, I didn't realize Silviana was that fast. I didn't know she had punching power like that. Mm. <laughs> That was, so it was just a lot of surprises with, with her. And I think she put she put the straw weights on notice. Absolutely. Straw and weights, I, straw weights. I always can appreciate when they can come in and get it done and not leave it up to the refs or even like finishing mm-hmm. round one. Mm-hmm. So I was very thankful for this. But, you know, they had to stretch it out until, you know, the prelims happened. So there was a lot of commercials that happened in between <laughs> this. And Silviana also got performance of the night which she very much earned. And I did notice they gave out, uh, I believe, five bonuses instead of the oh, yeah. three, which was great. So, yeah, she, she was one of them. That's what's up. Because it was very deserving. Mm-hmm. Very deserving. It was a great night. We got... Uh, Mr. Perfect and Storm. What'd you think about it? I think this was a good fight. It was a lot of back and forth. And I think, to me, this was like kind of difficult because he had his bad and his good moments but I guess it didn't stand out enough consistently for it to be even a split decision because Mr. Perfect won off of Unani's but I did enjoy this fight yeah it was a good fight for sure Mm -hmm. it reminded me of you know like the the stuff I'll be talking about where they like always make black fighters go against black fighters and they always have like a similar type of style and they they got with this one they got to figure out which one is the better one because like these guys, both of these guys was on a run, you mm-hmm. know? And, and they still had now, similar styles. Mm, very and similar they're both styles. Asian. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying to cancel it out and find the best one. <laughs> because which they, sucks. Yes, because they know that they know that they're gonna work and make sure that they they elevate themselves and, and continue Absolutely. to grow. Like constantly, you see like a, a Korean zombie, you see how he just constantly he's up there in the in the in the ranking and just mm-hmm. stays there because you know. Of that grind and that adjustments that he made throughout his career Absolutely. but like Kang Mr. Perfect one thing I gotta talk about is jab like the jab was just there all night it was there whenever he needed it to be there that's what won him that fight for that's real true. Yeah. and the scrappiness of staying up because mm-hmm. you know Dana was trying to take him down for sure for sure <laughs> he, yeah. he, he needed him to, to get down um and uh, still, you know, of one, he tried that one time. Punches, the punches looked equal, but at the same time, you, Mr. Perfect was touching a lot more. That's true. That jab was constantly getting through. Yep. So I agree yep. with that. And that's what I say about that. Even though it was a great fight, still, it was just swinging for the fences. It was yeah. for, <laughs> and that's what we expected from. Next, Brendan Allen versus. Jacob Malcoon. This was a good fight. He was robbed. This was a good fight for Jacob Malcoon. Right? Because everybody knows now, like, you beat Brendan Allen for real. And they gave him that. That was that it, unanimous, though. That's yes. how you that's how you know. Like, if they would have did a split decision, then you know, more I feel like people would be like, no, he still was robbed. <laughs> like. There's no way he controlled him so much. I don't know what the, the judges are doing. Are they are they not judging the ground control? Are they only judging the damage being done on the ground? 
because know. Jacob Malcoon was doing both. I don't know, but I totally thought he won this fight, especially with the control time and just he was Brandon was in defense all the time. Jacob was in offense all the time. Like what? How? How did you judge this? I Until the the end of the third, <clears throat> it was like the end of the third where he got on top and he started throwing punches. Yeah, and and that was the only success he had really in that fight mm-hmm. like it wasn't any type of big moments that brendan allen had in that fight yeah and the whole time jacob malcoon was touching i was so surprised with uh malcoon's stand up that's mm-hmm. what i like that's the surprising part brendan allen really couldn't do anything with the stand up yeah and then on the ground as well so brendan allen was in survival mode the whole fight yeah. and jacob malcoon still lost i don't get it I don't understand how that happened either. Oh, but, yeah. Shout out know, to Jacob Malcoon. I can't I can't even acknowledge this W for real. I'm sorry. I can't. You know, mm-hmm. like for somebody like even even in a jujitsu match, he would have lost. You yeah. know, when it comes to like the ground control, not even control time, just position, positioning. He kept taking his back. He kept getting him flattened out, side control. So it was just, I don't, I don't get it. I think it was one of those betting favorites and they ain't know where to call it. Well, that's unfortunate. I but don't the, like the when judges that was on some bullshit for that one. Yeah, most definitely. Next, Mashate. He, he only got one name, though. That's pretty cool. Mashate, like McLovin. That's right. Steve Garcia, performance of the night. Got it done. Yeah. <clears throat> Round one. That's right. Was it 114? Yep, 114. Knocked him down twice. Got the job done. You so did not want to leave it up to the judges. Yeah, as as the underdogs. And mm-hmm. shit, and lightweight. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what's next. Now he, this is how you start building a hype train. That's true. You know, underdog, get a performance of the night. Brown one. Yeah, this is how it starts. So shout out to Machate. Yep, making it quick and easy. <laughs> Short and sweet, just like his name. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Sung Woo Choi versus Josh Kulabo. Split decision. I don't know about a split decision. Well, let's talk about it. I don't know about a split decision. Okay. Well, what you think it was? I think it was more so unanimous decisions. Um, Ooh, okay. For Kulabo because he was really doing more. He was doing more. The only thing Choi was doing was just moving forward. He was moving forward and getting touched a lot. It didn't seem like and I think it's different because uh, uh, Choi is always that guy that's, you know, in that control position and winning and, and you know, getting takedowns. He's always that guy. But I think yeah. the takedown is the only thing that made it a split decision. And if that's the case, then what the fuck happened with the Brendan Allen fight? Mm. It's the weird inconsistencies. Yeah, you know? and that that's they need to be better about the consistency. But also Choi... That was his first time going into a second round and a third round. He's normally a first round finisher. Mm -hmm. So to see him go in the deep waters like that is to me, he was on the defense. This was one of those situations where he was on the defense a lot. And Josh did a great job being on offense. So like, Mm -hmm. am I judging by who's attacking or who's defending? So like, Um, but keep it consistent. at the same time see uh Choi was swinging but at the same time he wasn't landing that often yeah 
that was the thing. And uh, Kyoabo was was touching, and that was the difference. And when he got that one takedown, it almost like it split decision now when he really didn't do anything with that takedown. Yeah, it wasn't anything really done with that. So you know, I think he got right back up. He did, so. yeah. But the thing that irritated me about Josh is his his pants. Why his <laughs> pants was all the way down like that? <laughs> and why, apparently why? that's just how he wears them. <laughs> I don't that's know. Just... So you know, I said, I don't get it, but he. I was, was, I was telling him to pull your pants up the whole time, like ah, no, no. But I don't think you saw no butt crack the entire time. So that's like. <laughs> How small is your butt crack? Because I know <laughs> people got low butt cracks. Low butt cracks, and they usually <laughs> short. I'm guessing that's the case with him, which is why he wears pants the way he, he does. Low- but he won. Maybe it was a, a tactic uh, in the fight. You focus so much on his his pants that oh, you know you goodness. just keep getting touched up. <laughs> yep, yeah, that would bother me. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to look on the side of you. What the? What is? Is it? <laughs> Next round one, got it done. Jack Madalena mm, versus Ramazan Emid. I really had Emid winning this one. And your, your DraftKings was all messed just, up. Just, just done, done. And <laughs> and Madalena came in. I see that he's one of the welterweights that hit hard now. Like, you know, mm. some some guys like are just heavy hand, really are heavy handed, like Connor. Connor, Connor hits hard. You know what I'm saying? Like Dustin Poirier, those guys, like they're they don't look like they hit hard, but they are good at driving the force through their arm, you know, well to really mm-hmm. get those knockouts and really get those heads to go back. Ooh. And Meve was definitely about to get him with the wrestling. <laughs> I think that's the goal. That was the goal. Well, the, the numbers speak for themselves. Look how many. It, he was 50% of 36 for total strikes and 50% of 36 for significant strikes. Meanwhile, you know, Amid numbers are a lot lower. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Uh, he did try. Well, he actually succeeded with a takedown. But yeah. takedown's not going to always work. Standing up ain't going to always work. And I feel like it's important to know who you're fighting just mm-hmm. like what is his name cannoneer you're not gonna be able to take everybody down with your wrestling you mm-hmm. know and if you <laughs> yeah. if, if that's the game plan as a striker you need a defense for that you know you don't want to go to the round uh, the ground and running around a cage you're not gonna do you nothing bros but like mm-hmm. you have to find a, a an answer to that because there's plenty of wrestlers who wants to get you to the ground and there's no defense for it that like, you're not doing anything except hopefully you can knock them out before they get you to the ground. Yeah. So it goes back to being a well-rounded fighter and not just focusing on one path. You need a couple of them. It's okay to be proficient in this one path, it, hence striking, but it's important also to know takedown defense, how to get back up, you know, mm-hmm. to set up to get up. I think that's yep. extremely important. Uh, and I think this is second fight in the UFC. And I think I think he uh, got a KO in his last one too. I think he's he's one of those guys that like can find a mark, and and when they find the mark, I guess that's is what it is. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> once they get it there, yeah. So shout out to Jack Madalena getting a W, getting it done early. I uh, wonder who you're gonna be fighting next. Hopefully they they give you somebody a little bit closer to your competition level. 
Mm. Um, I think Amiv was his competition level for sure, but no, I thought that before the fight. <laughs> but Amiv's boxing didn't conceal well enough to get another takedown. Like yeah. his boxing was able to be read by the time his his next takedown attempt. Shout out to Madalena again, because uh those that wrestling ain't ain't easy because mm. he did get that first takedown. He did. You know, so next Andre Fialo versus Jake Matthews got Andre Fialo out the way. And mm-hmm. one thing about Jake Matthews that I learned that motherfucker is fast. Yeah, we <laughs> did learn those that. hands are fast as fuck, fast AF. That was definitely true. And that was something you kept saying. You was like, I didn't know he was that fast. Fialo is known for his good boxing and good stand-up. Mm-hmm. And to see his speed level and Jake Matthews' speed level at the same time, it just didn't make sense. It's like Andre Fialo wasn't moving, moving his hands. You know, it's almost like he was moving at like two speeds slower than him. But you and- know what I also think it is for Andre? Um, it's like he is not allowing his body to recoup the way he should. That is that's important. You can't just consistently fight every six weeks and your body's not going to have time to heal. So I think if he would have had the proper rest, I think he would have been good for this fight, but also it would have still been a challenge because like you said, Jake Matthews is, he's, he's fast, but I think it would have been better if he had more rest prior to this. That's just me. Just prior I, no, to I, this I, fight. I agree. I agree. So, I agree. Like, he's trying to hurry up and get in because he's winning, but you know, you still need to take that proper downtime and, maybe this will be a wake-up call for him but I know he's trying to be active this year because of the past couple of years not being able to fight as much as you would like to so you can either do quality or quantity yeah where Fiala messed up was being in his pride so much where you know he talks about he just wants to stand up and fight stand Mm -hmm. up and bang because that extra time while you're recouping you're gonna be thinking you're like I should work on some motherfucking wrestling Mm-hmm. I should I should I should I should work on some takedowns and and it is showed because when he was getting touched up against the cage versus Matthews it's almost like takedown wasn't even in in the in the in the game plan in the thought yeah. process yeah so it's just like you can go down like that but I don't know that might make your fight a little bit further away you know your next fight a little bit further away yeah instead of just actually taking that time and then coming through and being able to you know put in quality work that's true. And then Jake Matthews' back tattoo was fucking fire. That shit, well, to be a lower back tattoo, that shit was yeah. fucking fire. I, I, think, uh, I think he has, like, a bright future in the UFC, especially, like, doing that to Andre Fialo. Absolutely. I think uh, with a little bit of, you know, ground training and because mm-hmm. you, could, you could tell somebody is uh, either not worried about a, a takedown or they're not used to going against wrestlers or anything of that nature when they're fighting and their hips are so close in. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like every time Matthews would throw a punch, he would lean back and hold his hips out. And, mm-hmm. and that's the only thing with his boxing that I noticed that, that he always like kind of leans back a lot, like, and not like Bobby green lean back, you know, how he's kind of like slipping punches and stuff, but it's just more so like he don't like his face getting touched. <laughs> That's completely fair. Maybe maybe it's not as strong. That's probably why. But if you can get it off the you know the target line, why yep. not? And, but, and he got the reach to do it. So that's yeah. Good. But that's people good. gonna that's be good. watching for that. Mm-hmm. So like the person who's gonna study you and who's 
out to get you and beat you, they're they're gonna notice that and they're gonna capitalize on it. So yeah, it's always it, important to tweak your game as much as you can. It, absolutely. Exactly. Tweak your game. Speaking of tweaking the game, mm. tweaking their game. Man, she looks making great. some changes. Uh oh yeah, shout out to Jake Matthews on getting that W. That's a big W too. That That's is a big, big w. w. Andre Fiala was on fire too. And he got um, performance for it. Exactly. For it. In the speed. God he, damn. He deserve it. Would you be shadow boxing underwater or something? Like something. I don't know. But <laughs> Zhang Weilei getting it done. Early <laughs> versus Joanna Jerchak. I can't, I don't like how y'all are doing it in the media. Y'all saying Zhang Weilei putting Joanna uh, into retirement. That's fucked up. No, but that, but it's true though. No, no, no. We're not about to sit here and do that. Joanna thought it was gonna be all sweet and be close like it was the last time. She really <laughs> thought like in that that's the don't do that. Don't go in it with mm-hmm. that mindset. You gotta forget mm-hmm. about that because let me tell you, Zane showed up and showed out. She mm-hmm. looked phenomenal. Yes, like her physique, even her shots, her wrestling, everything looked great. She is hungry, she's trying to get her, her belt back, and I am here for it. And that spinning back, that spinning back fist was disgusting. It was disgusting. <laughs> she didn't even expect it. So it's just oh my like God. even before that, she was beating the shit out of her. Yeah. She was beating it was all. not fair. It, it was, was not it fair. Was, it, they looked like here and here. Mm-hmm. Just it was complete difference. And I can always appreciate that. She took that L seriously, her last two L's seriously, got back in the gym, went to training properly. She she tightened up her game and she came back looking great. And I can always great. appreciate a fighter who does that because mm-hmm. she definitely wants her belt back. She did. She did her thing for sure. She did her. She did uh, her thing. Made tweaks to her game. Uh, working with Henry Cejudo, mm-hmm. and which is a, a, a smart thing to do. It's just like I don't understand those people that don't like seek that out. Seek out the people you know who got to those spots and and are really our champions in those realms like mm-hmm. i don't understand that so it's like she went and sought that out and now that's it's shining in her you know in her fights saying well is about to be like she she wants somebody next she she might want a title shot next or something because that's a, that's a big w too yeah that's a big w and at the same time like i knew that was going down joanna jerzak was was they they hyped her up that's and that's what they be doing they be they be, you can only hype people up to the, to, to the certain point. You know what I'm saying? You can only hype them up to the certain point and then they going to start getting starched by the dogs that's coming up too. So it, and then they going to do what Joanna did. She took a whole motherfucking year off, like took a year off. And it's like that during that time, Zangwele, she in the trenches. Very much. <laughs> she, she is very much fighting Rose for that loss against Rose and then that second fight against Rose like when Rose just kind of like stalled her out like that but karma worked karma worked she got out. yeah she got <laughs> she got the aggression she needed to make contact with Rose this yep. time so uh-huh. I am very excited and who it didn't matter who she fight the champion or Rose either way I think she's gonna walk away with the belt again Mm. That's my predictions but she, i don't know i don't know if she's gonna just walk away with it with esparza though esparza look like if it's contact coming with it then she can go with the contact like but rose wasn't giving her no contact she was literally walking her down the whole fight 
Yep, I said what That's I, I said. Take. Yep. Next. She got a performance of the night, by the way. We're not going to skip past that. Great job. You look phenomenal. Santos was robbed. Valentina Shevchenko versus Talia Santos. And yes. <laughs> she, was, she was robbed. But you yes. kept saying during the fight, I'd never seen Valentina work from her back that much. I'd never seen Valentina have to work this hard. Yep. Valentina was on the defense most of the time. How did they come up with this split decision and not be in the favor of Santos is beyond me. It didn't make any sense. And she even looked surprised when they said, <laughs> and still champion. Like, come on, girl. Come. Mm. But, you know, Santos said it best. She young and this not the last y'all gonna see of her. She did a phenomenal job. The thing that 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 makes us think that that she was robbed is is that like they counted they're counting everything as total strikes. So they said Valentina Shevchenko got two hundred and thirty four total strikes. That's a lot of motherfucking strikes. <laughs> and uh, Santos has one twenty eight, but they're counting total strikes as that pity pat that little hook. Huh, huh touch 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 tap the leg tap the leg tap the leg just like you were saying being consistent and at the same time it's just like she got the same amount of takedowns as her she literally played it like the champion played like the champion role and found out how they were judging <laughs> took note of how they were judging and took advantage of that man it's just yeah. and santos went out there and fought controlled most of the fight Controlled her most of the fight. Yeah, yeah. and that's the she that's the. And you, you can hear the commentators at the end. Oh, she did it. She didn't complain about the loss. Everybody knows she was supposed to get it, and it's so yeah discouraging when things like this happen. You yep. done, you don't left it on the mat, and it don't go your way. But everybody else knows, like you won that fight, and I think that is just very discouraging, and it could put you like in a doubtful mood, and just. It could put you in not a very good place, which is why it is important to hire yeah. a mental coach. But, you know. Yep, mental I coaches are important. She'll, she'll bounce back. Uh, but in the future, I don't see her leaving it up to the judges because no. of situations <laughs> like this. No. So it's, and, and that's why it's important to just like, you got to go in. Yeah, be smart about it. But you also need to not leave it up to the judges. Calculated risk. Calculated risk. Absolutely. But yeah, I don't know. Yep. Shout out to Santos. And shout out to Shevchenko. Uh, mm -hmm. Santos, we know what it is. Mm -hmm. We know what it is. Mm -hmm. And Shevchenko, we know what it is. <laughs> so shout out to the champ, to whoever you are. <laughs> Next. Man. We know who the champ is for this one. This Over is, to this share. Mm. versus Yuri Prohaska. This was like a tundra of feelings, of emotions. Uh, Yuri Prohaska really has hands like that and was touching Glover all over his face. He's, yes, he was touching him until Glover did what he does and took him down and really started to control the fight then. And he ended up doing that uh, through almost every round to where yeah. he was about, really about to keep his belt. Yep, until that submission happened. Until because it was the he most was awkward fucking submission. What the fuck? He was tired. That, that tiredness, man, that fatigue is a mug because he just got distracted. They say, you know, there was a hand around his throat and just, From he was like, exhausted. 
from like side top turtle type shit. It was super weird. It wasn't even, it wasn't even like hooks in. It was just like, and you know what I was thinking about? I was like, Yuri's arms are so fucking long. I was just about to say that. Look how long them arms are. I'm sure he I can, can get do that. Same. That he is can do crazy. That. And I'm like, everybody can do that, but he can do that because my. his arms are long enough. And I think he definitely deserved. He deserved yes. that belt. He yes. worked so hard and just like that was the only way for him to win was with a submission because it was not going to go his way any other way. Glover Teixeira has not ever been submitted in his UFC career. That's fucking crazy. He just did though for the belt. That is that is wild. And, and wild. at the last minute. Yep. And he like, said he, he ain't done no so. But at the same time, you think I don't want to see no motherfucking rematch? <laughs> you think I don't want to see no rematch? Even though I know how it can go mm -hmm. i want to i want to see a rematch i want to see a rematch and i think glover is all for a rematch yeah but he gotta go hit up Jan behovich but i don't think i think he's gonna get a, a rematch a straight up rematch because glover almost won that fight and then yuri submitted him at the end with the young with the young fight seconds. the young fight like that was clear cut you know what i'm saying what was that first or second round yeah that that, uh, that he got him out the way Got that shit fast. That was undeniable. So, Yuri, I want to see, but I, I just like seeing Yuri fight now. Like, I like seeing how he really just switches stances and opens up a whole new world of of places to touch your face. <laughs> like, like what the hell? And it, it's so his stance is so awkward, you know. And and Yuri is weird. It seemed like he always had like a. a uh, air or mentality about him that like he already was the champ you know and mm -hmm. like and like or like he was ready to be in this in that role hey he was hey look yeah. at his path to get here yep. so you All know fights yeah undeniable some some things are just undeniable yep yep he worked his way all the way to get here mm -hmm. shout out to the champ yuri prohaska got it done so that that was no cap recap ufc 275 how you feeling, B? You know, I'm excited about the Adesanya fight. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that's that. the next thing that I'm looking forward to. I did appreciate this card. Um, the the knockouts when they happen, that's always exciting. That makes things a lot mm -hmm. much more interesting versus going all three rounds. It's, it gets kind of boring. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, but but that main card, that fight, it was just so much emotion it was going back and forth you asked me like in the second round who you think got this i'm like i don't know because it just <laughs> keeps swapping and it's yeah. just i don't know yeah i don't know who's gonna win that one so it's always good to have a fight like that especially like when it's entertaining the entire time versus just you're stalling yeah. so and i don't think we got that in that fight because both of them were hungry facts facts <laughs> so real quick next week you know we got the ufc fight night Mm -hmm. few faces that we know that's going to be on there you know kyle Dawkins, phil halls cody stammen adrian yanez with the hands buckley buckley's fighting on this one this is this is a, a big Ooh, this kevin is a big holland card. kevin holland's on this donald Cerrone. why why the fuck what the fuck <laughs> why is donald Cerrone still fighting <laughs> why he's still fighting see y'all just be doing shit and he the, the co-main event y'all tripping I, I shouldn't even have looked at this. Damn. You see, see that's that didn't this fight get moved? It was a Dana White privilege. Yeah, uh it got it got uh it got moved back. Yeah. I remember Cowboy Cerrone, they kept talking about him even though he wasn't there. 
I think, yeah, he said he caught a cold or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It was something. It was something, something that happened. Yeah, that was no cap recap. That's for next week. Make sure y'all tune in with us on all streaming platforms, all of them. Even if you're, even on, on your TV, check on your TV, see if it's on there too. YouTube, yeah, that's where you're going to find it if you check on your TV, but it got to be a smart TV though. If, it, if, it, if you got a dumb TV, then it ain't going to work. Oh, wow. The, what? <laughs> what? What? You know, the, the three prongs in the front. Wow. <laughs> My prongs in the front. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah. <laughs> All streaming platforms. You got me all distracted off the all streaming platforms <laughs> thinking about that show. <laughs> On all streaming platforms and look out for Real One Affinity merch. Look out for and tune into uh, ArmaniT.net. Check out the website. Cop something. Cop a few things. Mm-hmm. Get a sticker with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all we got to say. You got anything to say, B? Hey, we got this there. <laughs> what that's the roundhouse round table hey and we out here like b said we out that bit <laughs> i use the heat as a sword because keep the peace is important they go keys for you say please that's one please don't need no one has two please don't leave that's three four if you do